What is going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. It's a special Memorial Day episode here. Uh, happy Memorial Day to all of uh, uh, anybody who's celebrating, particularly here in America. Um, yeah, thank you to all the the vets um, and you know those who are in our community uh, that have served here as an American. That's uh, freedom, man. Freedom. It's an important thing, and it's our most important and treasured thing. It allows us to be able to uh, have, you know, the life that we have, which, you know, as you guys can see this morning, I'm going to be with my son here. Uh, we're going to be doing our normal stroll here around the, the pool here. Uh, this is our kind of little, this is our little lap track that we take quite a bit. Uh, and we're all after freedom, aren't we? You know, that's why we do what we do. And so, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good, that's a good having that gratitude for freedom this morning. Whoa, whoa, we got the sprinklers on, so got to avoid getting wet here too. Um, that's an inconvenient thing. Okay, my friends, well, we've got a young entrepreneur. Uh, this dude has been uh, hustling since he was eight or excuse me, 11 years old with some Instagram accounts and We'll hear a little bit about his story and how he's been able to grow his uh, TikTok account to over 100,000 people and uh, just rock and roll. So with that being said, let's bring in James to the show. Hey, how's it going? What's up, my man? How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Doing good. Happy to be here. You're a young buck, man. Tell us how old you are. I'm 19 right now. 19, 19 man. Wow. Wow. That's, that's mm -hmm. incredible to be doing what you're doing at at 19 you know i feel like a grandpa here with the old you know back when i was 19 you know i was uh but i won't hit you with that you know i was doing very different things when i was 19 um so uh you've got a an awesome start but this isn't this is the, this isn't the first chapter of your journey tell us a little bit about what you've been doing uh you know for many years now and kind of how you how you see the internet being something that's a tool for you uh, that you've been using ever since, I guess, 11 years old, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, pretty much when I started, um, I pretty much just started an Instagram account where I was posting things that I thought were funny. And um, all my friends followed it and, um, you know, it was going good. And then in, that's when Instagram kind of released their popular page feature um, back then. And um, occasionally my posts would get on the popular page. And, you know, before I knew it, I had about 7,000 followers. And this was not me showing my face or anything like that, you know, strictly just reposting content I thought was right. funny. Right. And then, um, memes, right? I mean, as memes. we as we know them now yeah. as memes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Back then they weren't called memes. Uh, yeah. People just thought I was weird. But yeah, um, yeah I, the, I, even though you're young, you're an OG in the meme game. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And so um, got to about 7,000 followers and then that's when uh, other accounts started, you know, trying to connect with me, asking me to do like shout out for shout out. Mm -hmm. So we would pretty much shout out each other's accounts. And, um, you know, it might sound easy, but you know, it was a hustle because each shout out would be like 15 minutes. So you had to be there to delete it and then ask them to repost it, things like that. Right. So I would, come, I would come back from, you know, sixth, seventh grade and I'd be hustling on my Instagram accounts. And, um, <laughs> you know, before I knew it, it's, uh, 
you know, probably three months in, uh, I had actually reached 100,000 followers on Instagram. Um, that's probably not that impressive nowadays, but back then, you know, when it first came out, that was that was like a gold mine. And no, that's very impressive, bro. I think that's even impressive nowadays, but continue. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then my account, it actually, uh, the day I reached 110,000 followers, I remember I was sitting at Outback and I had a company um, reach out to me on direct message and they were offering me $750 for a shout out. And then I was like, what's a shout out? You know, I had no clue what was going on. I solely started this Instagram account because I thought it was cool. You know, um, the followers, they were like a bonus, you know, um, everybody at my school thought it was pretty cool. And then you know, I was like, oh, wow, this is actually a way to make money. And, um, you know, from there, I would do shout outs and I was kind of doing them too much. And I noticed the more you would do, the more your followers didn't like it. So, yeah. you know, I, I kind of found a way to scale it out to where I would do one or two a week instead of doing them, you know, every day. And um, I was too young to have a PayPal account and I had one set up anyway. And I remember, um, my account had reached the $5,000 mark and that's whenever they make you um, verify with an ID or something like that. And um, I wasn't able to do that. And that's whenever I kind of like told my parents about everything because they were pretty skeptical, not going to lie. And they were like, you did what? <laughs> and um, it, was, it was pretty cool. You know, they um, they didn't really, they still really don't understand what I do, but they, they know it works. Um, <laughs> I love that. Uh, but yeah, and then from there, from that Instagram account, um, I started gaining up other ones. So I had a little monopoly. So anytime an account would ask for a shout out, I'd be like, yeah, and I have all these other accounts and um, ended up getting to a million followers on a couple different accounts, um, sold a couple of them, a couple of them got hacked. Um, and then whenever, whenever my biggest one got hacked, that's whenever I kind of um, transitioned away from Instagram. Mm. Um, I had put literally years worth of work into an account just for, um, you know, Instagram to do some like backend stuff, employees there and completely oh. take work from me. Wow. Um, you think it was employees at IG? Uh, yeah, we, we have it all proven. Um, oh. but really nothing we could do about it. That's super grimy. Yeah, but I got out of that and actually I got on the vine a little bit, um, made some money there. Um, and then my account just disappeared one day whenever they deleted the uh, app. But um, yeah, uh, so I went from Instagram to Vine, back to Instagram for a little while. And then mm -hmm. I took a little break, um, started a social media marketing agency, and I okay. still have that going. And um, now I do the TikTok stuff. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. How many clients do you got in your agency? Uh, three right now. Three. And, mm -hmm. and is that, is that, is that, are you, are you doing what, what, I mean, we'll talk about the affiliate marketing thing here in a second, but I was just wondering mm -hmm. what are you doing with the agency? Cause that can be mm -hmm. fairly overwhelming for people to right. get clients, but then most of all service those clients mm -hmm. and keep them on retainer, which is where the kind of longer term money comes from. So what are you doing to what, what what's included in your social marketing services and how long have you kept the clients? So um, great question. The longest I've actually uh, had the client, it's the client I still have to this day, um, about a year and four months. Um, so yeah, it, it is definitely harder to keep them, um, yeah. you know, intrigued in the social media marketing. But well, um, and also, are you get you know they've got to ideally see some sort of result, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the that's kind of the biggest challenge is if you're going to keep somebody on retainer, they got to be seeing some sort of result. But right. 
So, and so what are you charging and what are you doing for them? I'm just somewhat curious, not that I, I want to uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. advocate for that model for most of our clients <coughs> here, but I'm just curious because you're a savvy young guy and I'm just curious what you're doing. So yeah, um, bare minimum I would charge is six fifty a month, and that would include Instagram, um, Instagram, you know, uh, running the Instagram account, running the Facebook account, managing the Facebook advertising, and um, if they would want YouTube advertising, their email marketing done, anything else extra, it would be, um, you know, probably about one hundred fifty more. But um, I, I like to you know kind of look. The, oh yeah, like that's a month. $150 for email marketing and YouTube though. That's cheap. Um, well, yeah, I would, um, pretty much with the YouTube, I wouldn't include anything extra. I would pretty much be running the same Facebook ad that I would create for them on YouTube as well. Right. Which, which in some respects, the creative that works well on Facebook doesn't always work well on YouTube. Yeah, that is true. So the um, big question with clients, and I, I just think just to kind of move the agency piece along a little bit, is I think the question for a guy like you who's developed your marketing skills and you're at a place now to where you kind of know how to get results, the, the question I think becomes time management and then out, you know, like where you spend, where are you going to get the most bang for your time? So mm -hmm. I think, I think the question that I would be asking myself if I was you, and I'm curious if you've asked this and what the answer is, is, why not go 110% into your own stuff and just just leave all the client stuff alone because is it is it not stepping over dollars to pick up dimes to be wasting your time and it's not a waste of time it's generating income it's you know but if you don't have a a plan to keep a long-term agency are you stepping over dollars to pick up dimes to right. still be keeping on these clients uh, or have you got it systematized to where it's only a couple of minutes a week or whatever? You, you understand my question? Yeah, yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from. Um, so pretty much I, I kind of do have things almost on autopilot right now. Obviously, I do have to go meet with my clients to give them like end of month reports and to take pictures, um, things like that. Yeah. But I have um, a majority of their Instagram and Facebook posts scheduled at the beginning of the month. I have content planned out. It's already, you know, I click a couple buttons and it's set, you know, posts are going up every Tuesday and Thursday on this account, every yeah. Wednesday and Friday on this account. Um, so there's not much, you know, there's not much. I can't really forget to do anything because I take care of it at the beginning of the month. But yeah. I definitely see where you're coming from. Um, landing a client is definitely hard. Keeping them is even harder. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's kind of why I, I kept my three that I know are going to stick with me and, yeah. you know, went all in on affiliate marketing. So I, I look yeah. at both affiliate marketing and my marketing agency as passive, but like you had said, it, it's definitely not minutes a week, but you know, an hour a week for an extra, you know, 1500 bucks a month really doesn't hurt, you know? Yeah, no, no. And, and I, the reason why I'm asking the question is just to kind of give listeners also that, that kind of question to keep in their back pocket as you grow your business, things that you did at the beginning of your business to kind of scrap dollars to just put money in your bank account because that's what you do at the beginning of any business is you do whatever you got to do to put money in the bank. You know what I mean? Like you, you do whatever you got to do. You, you coach. I mean, a lot of times if you're getting into coaching or something, you might take on a couple of clients for free or agency work just to get some testimonials. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But as you grow your business and have more success, it's really all about making decisions about what is the 20% that I'm doing that's getting me 80% of my results. And what is the 80% that I'm doing that's getting me 20% of my results that if I let that go, even though that's hard, even though it's hard to let $1,500 a month go, if I use your example, mm-hmm. if I let that go and freed up that time space and that mental space, how much more could I generate if I went all in on the big levers in my business? You know, because there's big levers and there's small levers. And usually in my experience, and again, I'm, I'm talking to everybody here, not just you, James, mm-hmm. is my experience is oftentimes the things that are tedious and stressful and kind of take up the most of my time mm-hmm. oftentimes are the things that bring in the li- the least results. And for mm-hmm. example, I'll, I'll give you all an example. Um, people who pay $7 for our challenge are the biggest complainers. And I, I appreciate every single customer. I, I really do. I love you all, but I'm just telling you not to talk at you, but get you to think about also what to expect in this industry, in any any industry. The freebie seekers, the people who spend the least always have the most questions and complaints. And the people who spend the most, who are, who are who kind of have an abundant mindset, who are not, who are willing to um, invest more into their education, you know, who, who you know, are, are, uh, are the higher paying premium clients always have the least amount of complaints because they take more responsibility. Right. So, um, so anyways, I mean, the, the, again, back to my point, which I'm just bringing this up for everybody is that oftentimes as you grow your business, you have more choices. You do have choices. You may not feel like you have choices, but you do have choices. And the choice oftentimes becomes, what do I need to take off my plate? in order to create more space for the things that are generating the most results and the most revenue with the least amount of work. Does that make sense to you, James? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So how did you get into affiliate marketing and what's your, what, I mean, I saw your TikTok, you're over a hundred thousand on there. How long have you been on TikTok? Uh, Talk us through a little bit about kind of finding legendary and oh shit, sprinkler just came on, right? (laughs) On my foot, literally. <laughs> Talk to us about like this next, because you've taken us through the first few chapters of your life, which are super interesting, dude. And mm-hmm. I'm super impressed by. Mm-hmm. Talk us through these these latest chapters. How did, how how so, is that gone? So yeah, obviously, um, marketing agency was a bit harder to scale. I knew I, I knew I needed something else. I knew you know even if it wasn't the marketing agency, it needed to be something online. And um, that's actually uh, when my friend Braden Abair. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Braden. Yeah, he actually. Um, you know, uh, we're from the same hometown. Oh, and nice. he reached out Where to are you me. guys at? Uh, Homa, Louisiana. Homa. Yeah, yeah. About 40, 40 miles south of New Orleans. Nice man. Nice. Yeah. That, them southeast folks. I'm I'm over here in St. Pete, Florida. So. We got you. But yeah, we um, he, he pretty much reached out and he was like, I'm um, pretty much I'm like known around town, make money online. Uh, I, I know what I'm doing. And he reached out and he asked me, you know, nice, you man, you're like, man, you got that offline presence, too. huh? <laughs> yeah. My but he, 
he pretty much asked me he's like you know anything about dave sharp and i was like no not really and um he was like you know i'm about to enroll in this um challenge i don't really know how it's going to go for me things like that and uh, he started it up and um, i was actually trying to get him to work with me on um the, my marketing agency because you know around here there really aren't that many people that want to right. achieve more and right, like right, i right. I, I, I think I just that goes for anywhere, but I feel what you're saying. Like in the South, mm-hmm. right? It's like people are yeah. like can, like old school, like offline, yeah. super skeptical, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, Braden was like, you know, uh, he didn't really want to go in with me at the time because he wanted to go all in with this, you know, challenge. And I was like, you know, bro, you're probably wasting your time, all this and all that. And, um, you know, he comes back um, probably about – two weeks later and um he's like i'm gonna start promoting on tiktok all this and all that i was just like yeah go for it whatever whatever and he comes back and he's like dude i made five grand my first month in i'm like what what were you doing like finally heard him out look you're over here you're over here posting on instagram for 650 a month right you're like what (laughs) exactly and um you know did my did my own research on you um came across the challenge enrolled it in myself and it, here was the thing. While I was taking the challenge, I was just like, wow, because for years I sold people Instagram shout outs that would literally go to a funnel. It would go to, you know, a three dollar ebook. And I was like, there's no way these people are making their money back from paying me three hundred dollars for a shout out. And now I know how the business model works. And it's just like nice. could have been doing this for years, you know. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. So, um, so that kind of was your introduction into really, really not only affiliate marketing, but also kind of using marketing funnels in, in more mm-hmm. complex sales systems, right? Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Open me to a whole new world. Nice, man. So what's your experience been? When was that? Oh, so this was probably about two months ago. Wow, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. So so in the last two months, how have things changed? How is life different and business different? Um, so honestly, when I was running the marketing agency, I knew I could be lazy with it. So I wasn't always, you know, trying to achieve more. I would just have like waves of motivation hitting. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to land all these clients. And then time would come around and, you know, it just really wouldn't happen. But, you know, with affiliate marketing, I like that I don't really have to deal with clients. And um, right. I'm a lot more motivated to do work. You know, I know no matter what, I have about an hour of work to do each day. And uh, other than that, I'm done. But I really try to make myself put in the hour each day. Yeah. Um, really just keeps me motivated, you know, and especially seeing, um, I know it's not good to compare yourself uh, to other people's results, but seeing other people get good results and, you know, having the legendary community, you know, the Facebook groups, things like that. It's just, it's all, it's all really motivating and it's great to see what, uh, what you guys got going on. Thanks, man. Thanks. Well, um, it's, you know, I'm sure people are watching you right now feeling that same way, you know, and I've, I constantly challenge people to, get into being inspired versus versus being being critical of yourself you know when you see other people that are succeeding but i'm sure people are inspired by this conversation and what you're doing as well mm-hmm. um i i want you know i want to zero in a little bit on that i like how i don't have to deal with customers you know I think mm-hmm. it's kind of a funny thing to say, but it's so true, right? It's like mm-hmm. when, with all this other, with, and I, 
with every other business model, you got to deal with customers. I mean, yeah. every other business model online, you got to deal with customers. I don't, I don't give a damn what they say in the webinar, right? It's like Amazon drop shipping, particularly marketing agencies, um, even coaching, consulting and events, which is one of the things that we teach in selling information. There's kind of four business models we teach, but, but really, if you're new, we encourage people to do affiliate marketing first because mm -hmm. you can focus on the marketing aspect. You can focus on one kind of department of your company, which is the marketing department. And you can spend as much time as you want or need in that department getting good at, you know, creating content, running ads, writing emails, um, dialing in your message, right? Getting clarity on who you're talking to. All those things you can take as long as you need and still make significant income um, right. because because of the model. Because if you partner with good companies, then you can then they'll take care of that stuff on the back end. And it, it kind of really is the most timeless business model that's existed on the Internet. And I think that looking at how some of these other companies like Uber and Airbnb and stuff have kind of taken the model to like a whole nother level of connecting people who have products to people who want those products. And, mm. but, but, you know, I mean, obviously they've taken it to the next level cause they're doing customer support and stuff, but it is kind of affiliate marketing cause they don't own any of the products. They don't, right. Airbnb doesn't own any hotels and Uber doesn't own any cars, you know right. what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, I, I think it's it, your, your perspective here of the marketing agency stuff this morning is, and how it compares to affiliate marketing, not that it's good, bad, whatever. Mm -hmm. We're not looking at what's better, what's worse versus, ver I mean, it's not kind of like that thing. It's just, just, just be eyes wide open. Just exactly. understand the game, understand what's, what, what is available out there. If you want to go in, like if you're doing affiliate marketing, those of you, here's another thing that pops up a lot. It's like, okay, I'm doing affiliate marketing. I'm getting pretty good results with affiliate marketing. I've got a little bit of momentum with affiliate marketing. Now, all of a sudden, like somebody reaches out to me and says, you know, will you build my funnel or will you, you know, do, you know, take on my, run my ads or whatever you got to carefully balance that. And if you're going to take on a job to, to, to bring in some extra income, um, that's cool. I kind of encourage that in some respects that if you, if you have extra time, go put an ad up on Upwork, go put an ad up on Freelancer and, 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 and do some copywriting gigs, right? Mm -hmm. But be eyes wide open about how you spend your time in, if you're having momentum with affiliate marketing, then then be careful about shiny objects and just mm -hmm. becoming a garbage can of whatever in you know opportunity comes your way because that's one of the ways to get distracted, right? And and lose momentum. And I don't know if you've it sounds like you've been pretty focused, James, on kind of what you've been doing, mm -hmm. but I also think that we're all vulnerable to that because we're business opportunity seekers, like we're entrepreneurs. So it's kind of like, you know, like I saw one of your TikToks and you were like, uh, you know, I'm making money online and I'm not making it from Dogecoin. I'm not making it from this. I'm not making it from that. Yeah. It's like some people will make a dollar however they can, right? It's yeah. that desperation mindset. But my point is, is that building a real business that succeeds long term 
has a lot to do with focus and saying no to stuff, right? Exactly. You, tell me what's coming up for you as I'm saying that, because I think this is going to be something that's going to be important for you two in the coming months and years. Yeah. Well, um, obviously, you know, with having the TikTok, I've had a lot of like random little cryptocurrency people ask me to, you know, blow up their coin. They'd offer, they've offered me pretty good money just to make, you know, a couple of videos um, talking about their coin. And I'm just like, why would I direct these people who put their trust in me, you know, to help them start their own affiliate marketing business? Um, like, why, why would I do that? And, uh, you know, I, oh, I didn't you mean like to, to go all, all on your account and be like, go buy this coin, go buy this yeah. coin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. bro. Yeah. That's some shady ass, like, right. Like yeah. and, that's you a know, decision I, that you have to make, right. Is like, do yeah. I want to take, do this quick cash grab and maybe violate my audience trust or yeah. do I want to play the long game? Yeah. And, you know, I, it, it was pretty good money. You know, they offered me like 700 bucks for three, like to make three videos, like for each video. And, um, I, I thought about it for a little while, but you know, at the end of the day, I just really couldn't. And, you know, it's just things like that. I know I'm going to have to keep my guard up for Cause I know obviously the bigger I get, the, the bigger they're going to be offering, but you know, it's just things like that. Got to watch out for, um, definitely, definitely see what you're talking about. So being a, being a, um, uh, a content creator being somebody who's good at this i mean obviously you've been doing it now for eight years or so like creating mm -hmm. content on instagram and various platforms TikTok now and in, in, in two months you're over 100k i mean you know what you're doing so mm -hmm. give us some some things that if you you know at, that you've done in the past two months to kind of kind of blow up your your account like oh, what okay. are some of the in maybe two to three tips or things that you do that anybody could kind of take and run with and get results with. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, first things first, TikTok, I, personally, I feel like they're looking more like quantity over quality. Um, you know, if you if starting off, I really recommend try to post eight videos a day. It might sound like a lot, but it just takes one of those videos to go viral for you to make it or whatever you want to call it um eight posts a day um as soon as you can go live on TikTok, definitely go live uh when you go live they push out your old content like crazy trying to get you new viewers um stay consistent too um you know my two months in i think i've only taken three days off um in total where i haven't posted anything which has absolutely been a challenge but um you know, I just, I, I, I see the bigger picture, you know, always, always try to look at the bigger picture. Um, and a big thing you want to avoid, know that there's no difference between, there's literally no difference for anybody who's trying to grow a TikTok account. At least there's no difference between me and you. Like I, I obviously there were hard times when trying to gain it. And I thought anybody that gained a TikTok account, they just got super lucky. You know, um, it's really not the case. There's like a proven strategy. If you post, they're going to push your content out. Um, it's really just up to you how much you post and, you know, the quality of content you put out there. Um, but provide value, you know, provide value for sure. Um, you gotta, do you got a, do you got a stick at all? Do you know what I mean by like a stick? Like, it's kind of like, this is like your thing, you know, like a couple of my sticks are like some of like the branding that I, like, I always try to kind of wear the same thing. So my, my image always kind of looks say that. 
Um, I've, I've actually, uh, I have like, I wear a black shirt and the same jacket every time I make a TikTok. Um, I don't yeah. know if that helps with anything. I don't have like my brand on it, but I feel like people kind of see me um, more and more. They probably see the same thing. They recognize me, maybe follow. Right. But, yeah. Also, like I, I, I saw a guy this morning on the, on the talk that was like this Dan, like he was like a, um, he was like a, he was not in our niche or he was not even doing affiliate marketing. It didn't seem like he was just doing content creation, uh, building up his, his account, but he, he would go to the gas station and he would jump out of his truck and to a, to a song and do a little dance right there at the gas. Um, station. Yeah. He was like this kind of like, you know, you know this 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 kind of stocky or well-built handsome yeah. kind of cowboy looking guy mm-hmm. and you know like i said he would he would he would hop out he would pull his like 90 plus percent of his videos were him pulling up to the gas station hopping mm-hmm. out of the gas station uh out of his truck and doing a little dance and yeah. um and then we had a guy on a couple of weeks ago uh who i forget his name but he was super cool uh, he was in his bathroom, right? He, he, his shtick was that he was in his, in his bathroom and his, his whole concept was like, learn how to make money online from your bathroom. Right. <laughs> and usually comedians have shticks, you know, like when you're a performer, you kind of, you want to be known for certain things, certain lines, certain jokes, certain, mm-hmm. you know, certain stories, certain parts about your personality. And, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of saying this because it's 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 a great strategy. It's great to be known for something because right. if you're not known for something or or you don't have something that kind of sticks or stands out that you do over and over again to kind of become that guy or that girl, um, it, it, you can you you just can blend in, right? And then you just you know it's like it's like you don't really build a brand like every great brand is known for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're known for something. Um, so do you have any kind of sticks or what comes up for you as I, as I, as I talk about this, do you feel like you need one? You, you yeah. thought about it. I mean, you obviously yeah. got a little bit of the clothing deal going on. I mean, obviously, um, you got me thinking, I definitely need one. Um, you know, only only like branding sort of thing I could think that I have going is like James is the guy to go to if you want to, you know, find out about a side hustle, if it's legit, how to right. get started with it, um, you know, but no, no, like, I guess, physical kind of brands or no, what do you call it? Spit, spits, Shtick, like shtick. Shtick <laughs> is like a thing that like, it's like a word that like comedians use, mm-hmm. right? To Like, it's like a what, babe? your song and dance, like your act, like your routine, right. you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. it doesn't particularly have to, it can be just like his shtick is he's always got like, do you remember, I don't know if you ever remember Flavor Flav, the rapper, he always had the big clock as a necklace oh, okay. or, or uh, you know, I mean, somebody mm-hmm. might always uh, like wear a certain kind of hat or be in a certain place. So for us as content creators and online marketers, Again, a good example of the ha- his shtick is the guy who's always in the bathroom, right? Yeah, and right, it's just right. something that just it's just something that catches your attention, and it's just different, right? Mm-hmm. For me, I guess my shtick has kind of been 
my story, right? My story, I've been so transparent and open. When I get on a video, I'm just like, I'm an ex-heroin addict who is homeless. That's kind of been my shtick, right? It's kind of like, it's a dramatic, like, almost embarrassing. Like most people would be super ashamed. Most people never share anything about that kind of stuff, right? It's kind of something that even if you had it, you just kind of, people are just embarrassed about it for whatever reason. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. because they, I don't know. It it doesn't matter to me why they're embarrassed. I I just, I'm not. And maybe it's because I'm sober, right? I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't get high anymore. Right. So it's not like I'm, you know, I can talk about it. Uh, But anyways, I'm just, I'm just offering this because Mm -hmm. For you, James, I think that you're so you're so good at at you know you're you're savvy. You're so good at creating kind of content. You get it. You understand the platforms, how they work. And I think that if you developed a bit more of a shtick, right? Like, what's your thing? What's your thing that's unique to you? Sometimes for us content creators, it can be something that we say at the beginning or the end of mm-hmm. our videos. Like I always say, be legendary, right? right? Like mm-hmm. that's kind of a shtick, you know, right. people, people say that back to me, you know what I mean? <laughs> they say be yeah. legendary, Dave, you know what I mean? Uh, and I got like the hat. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a guy on Instagram and social media called Ed Milet. He's a big, you know, kind of motivational personal development guy. And his <laughs> shtick is max out, you know, max like out. max out your day, max out your life, max out everything. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, max everything out, you know? Yeah. Um, Anyways, it's just a thought, man. Because, and I think it's a thought for everybody to think about is, like, what are you known for? You know, if you're not known for something, then you're going to be just blend in with everybody. I mean, if you think about brands that are really known, like, look at popular brands and ask yourself, what are they known for? What is, what is, what is, what is, what is Apple known for? Like, what yeah. is, like, some of these legendary brands, they're, they're known for things right. when you they've got a shtick and you look at content creators. If you kind of look at really successful content creators and marketers online, oftentimes they have a bit of a shtick. And even if it's something that they say, something that they wear every time, just what are they known for? You'll, you'll, you, you know, it'll take you to the next level if you can develop that. Right. Definitely. Definitely. So, well, what 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 would you tell somebody, man? Who's who? I love the story too about Braden and you and how. I just how funny is that, dude? Yeah. That he just was was, you know, both he he, you know, he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Now he's crushing it, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he's just taken off. You would never think, you would never know that right. he was just. It's hard to think of people when you see them succeeding and confident that they were just as unsure about what the hell they were doing as, as anybody else. I think that gives us a lot of transparency and such a good thing to know. And then you too, it's like, you were like, ah, I'm going to waste your time with that. Come over here and, you know, post on Facebook for clients with me. You know, I mean, you were probably, Brayden was probably going to make a hundredth of what he's making to come over and post on Facebook accounts and stuff with you. And, and then eventually you kind of followed in his foot track footsteps or, you know, got involved in, in all this as well. And now you're taking off to the moon. It's just, it's incredible, man. It's incredible how this works when you're open to opportunity and you're not closed off. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Crazy, man. 
So if somebody was sitting on a checkout page right now and they were like thinking the same thing, skeptical about legendary and, and about what we have in our training and stuff and just unsure and not, do I want to spend the time? Do I want to spend the money? What would you say to them? I'd say, you know, it really can't look at every opportunity like a scam um, that'll really hold you back. Um, the legend, I get that, you know, there are definitely scammers out there. Like, don't get me wrong, 100%. Online, there's scammers. Oh, wait on one second. Sorry, I'm back. I had a little yeah. pop up on my computer. Okay. Yeah, there are definitely scammers out there online. But, I mean, all you have to do is do the research. I mean, the 15-day challenge by itself, wasn't it featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur? Um, it's a great program. You know, if I could go back, the only thing I would do is take it sooner. Um, all honesty, uh, it's been, it's been a road. Um, there's definitely work to put in. Um, like when I promote the 15 day challenge I make sure people know, like, uh, you, you don't just watch the 15 day challenge and money shows up in your bank account or anything like that. Um, there's definitely work to put in. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth it. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, it's taught me a lot. Even being an experienced marketer, the 15-day challenge, um, you know, legendary marketer opened up new doors that I didn't even know existed. And um, it's, it's been great so far. So, I mean, you know, if you need to do your own research, do it. But, you know, this is just me talking. It's definitely worth it. <laughs> talking that 19-year-old Louisiana life, right? Like just <laughs> yeah. that, off, that offline OG meme legend. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, my man, look, uh, it's been really, really great to chat and, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know I, I know I contributed quite a bit to this conversation, but I, you know, hopefully what I said also is helpful to you because, oh, you know, I mean, time is, is precious and, you know, I don't, we don't do these shows just to, you know, just to, uh, you know, prance, you know, s successful students and, and clients mm -hmm. out to show, I mean, I want, I want you to be more sick. I want this time to be valuable for you too. Mm -hmm. uh, because you know what? You're taking your time out to come on and share your story and your content. And, and that's valuable. And I, I want you to know mm -hmm. that. I mean, I, I want everybody who comes on this show as, as well as those who are listening to know that, that I value your time. I've, and, and hopefully that's a confidence builder for you because, you know, most of the time we're not told that our time is valuable in this life. We're treated yeah. as if or we're taught as if our time is not valuable. So we don't value our time. You right. Know, we don't we don't walk and talk like our time is worth five hundred an hour, a thousand an hour. We walk and talk like it's worth five dollars an hour or like it's worth nothing. You know, yeah. we give it away to people who don't deserve it. And. And, and, and eventually I think we just begin to believe that ourselves. And so, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time because your time's valuable and you've got now nearly a freaking decade. I mean, eight <laughs> years of experience. I mean, that's, that's valuable. So I hope yeah. that you, you leave this show and take your content and your marketing even to a higher level because of the confidence you took from coming on the show and crushing it and knowing that you added a ton of value to, to, to our lives today in this show, man. So keep up the great work and I hope that you'll come back on and continue to, to let us know how you're doing. Definitely, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. All right, James. Well, tell your parents I said hello to and, and uh, <laughs> tell them that I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, brother. Keep up the great work and I will talk to you sure. soon, okay? All right, later. All right, see you, buddy.
All right, my friends, uh, we'll have, again, a great Memorial Day. Uh, and uh, again, I, I want to thank everybody uh, who, you know, has in any way, shape or form contributed to my freedom, particularly those who are uh, in or of service for our country and uh, anybody who's had a family member that's in or of service. Uh, there's sacrifices there that go along and oftentimes that's the thankless job, right? The family members. Um, you know, anybody who does anything uh, on a daily basis to contribute to their family's freedom uh, or their own freedom, right, goes the extra mile, which is each one of you guys. I want to shout you out as well and leave the show like I started it with a mindset of gratitude about the freedoms that we have and the freedoms that we're all continuing to work for, uh, which is what this is all about. All right. So be legendary, my friends. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Okay. And, uh, and the show's a wrap. Peace.